Welcome back to the Extra Shot of Espresso podcast. It's your host, Andrew Corpin and Michael Gray. Today, we will be talking about stress and how to overcome it, negative effects of stress, what creates stress, and how we deal with stress. First, how has stress affected your life, Andrew? Well, I think in school, I mean, we're going to talk about it more in depth, but I think in school, it's a big thing, especially like mentally and just with my own well-being. I would definitely agree with you. And I think stress just overall just keeps me, holds me back. And it's just something that's almost always on my shoulders when in reality, I don't think it should be. Mm. That's something I know I have to work on personally. Yeah, definitely. So in what ways do we encounter stress in our lives? I'd say we both encounter it a lot in school. Yep. Um, the mental health, I think, was another one that we mentioned uh, mm-hmm. just looking at our little list and then uh, extracurricular activities and also in yeah. relationships you know whether that be friends family or a romantic partner so in school how do you think you encounter stress well I think especially like right now we're what halfway through a semester pretty much maybe a little mm-hmm. more give or take and I think a lot of students I think even myself feel like that sense of like a burnout almost and I feel like that's when stress, like last, the last couple of weeks, you know, has been so stressful with the certain assignments we've had. And that's where I find it. It's like when you just feel so overwhelmed and like, you can't, like, I couldn't go to sleep without thinking about what I had to do the next day or like what I could be working on in that moment. Yeah. I definitely think something you brought up that was really important was the uh, burnout. And I think that's something that occurs with almost every student where you hit that point in the semester and you just, you just want it to be summer or you want it to be winter break already. Mm. And I think it's definitely, that's the, probably the hardest point to just continue because you have that period where that's usually around the midterms. Yeah. Which is probably the set, the first hardest part next to the finals. Yeah. So it's one of those points where you feel like you're lowest and that's almost when you have to be your highest. So I think the mix of those two. And I also think that just, overall pressure pressure that's put onto us for grades yeah whether it's by yourself or by parents or by outside sources or even by society yeah i think the idea of getting good grades and how we have to have a's or b's or whatever goals you set for yourself and i think that especially in college it might matter a little less than in in high school yeah because at this point you have to be focusing on so many other things right that you're almost you have you're just juggling these different these different activities or different jobs or work experiences or trying to get your resume or looking at potential clients and different things like that. And it's in high school, I think that's almost when where when school is almost the most stressful. Mm-hmm. And I would say, especially like kind of like what you just said, in college we're focused on like our life almost, like we're setting up our lives in a way. Whereas in high school, we're just focused on the grades are important because you're just trying to get into college. And then now that you're here, now you're just trying to set up your life. Like, it's almost scary. Yeah. Like the two separate, um, they're, they're different, but they're, the amount of stress. And I like what you said about the, um, you know, there's a lot of stress put on grades, you know, like Asian culture, Asian culture, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> um, I know I myself put a lot of stress on myself. And I think that that leads to burnout. Like you're kind of setting yourself up for failure. Because yeah. I know, like, I find the most stress, especially, like, submitting a paper for our one professor who, you know, you know, he's hard on papers. And I always just want to do the very best I can. Like, I expect to get 
not expect to if it's not good, but I want to get like the 90s or above, 95 or mm-hmm. above. And I get so stressed, like even if I have a paper done a day in advance, I'll spend that next day just trying to tweak every little thing I can. And I get so stressed just submitting it, you know? So mm-hmm. I don't know how you feel about that. but um, I would definitely agree that, that that idea of perfection is something that we all encounter, especially in school, but in just different areas of our life where, where we don't, we don't want to fail, but it's not even that we don't want to do less than what our expectations hold, right. except we put these expectations at the highest point possible mm-hmm. where it, it, it's, it's good to shoot for that. Yeah. But then when you come up short, so let's say you get an 85 in reality, it's not a bad grade. It's, it's a good grade, but you have this expectation of yourself as a 95 or higher. Right. So then you there's kind of a sense of defeat because even though you might have put so much time in it, you're now stressed that for the next paper, you have to do better. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely not easy. But like you said, I mean, there have been times where that exact thing has happened where I hope to get 95, then I get like an 88. And then it's like, it's not a bad grade, but it's like, it is kind of, you are, like I said, I'm setting myself up for failure almost. Cause then if you don't hit that, uh, you're severely disappointed. Um, but another thing I liked is that we talked about the, uh, the mental health aspect of stress. And did you want to talk about that? Yeah, I definitely think the mental health aspect is something that's huge with stress itself. Mm. And something that's, I think, very important is that, especially in the mental health aspect is stress keeps you from really enjoying the milestones or good moments in your life, mm. which, and it focuses and makes the worst and the bad moments seem so much worse. Yeah. So it, it, it takes out all the positives and puts even more energy on the negatives, which I think is a, an awful thing. And it's something that we, we can control, but it's very hard to control. Yeah. Yeah. Um, going on to the next, I would say, or unless you want to add to the mental health. Uh, no, no, no. So going on to the extracurricular, I think we have so many, uh, most students have so many different things in high school and in college that let's just say playing in that one little club doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. But when you have two papers due and it's the night before and then right. you have this club, it's just very hard to balance. How would you say or have experiences with that? Yeah, I think with any sort of um, like I remember when I used to do like jazz band for my school um, or orchestra that used to be kind of that was a long time ago, but it was still was stressful to have to like I would do stuff on like a Thursday night and then be out late and then have to go to school the next morning and have mm-hmm. stuff to do. And I always found that kind of challenging the balance. And you, um, as someone who's played sports, you know, that, that must be hard. Yeah. It's definitely something that's balanced and something that you kind of have to get used to. Yeah. And it's, especially now it's almost at a point where when I have time, I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. Because I'm so used to having to try to uh, cram different things in Mm. and put all my attention on so many different aspects to where even when I have time where it's like, oh, I could get something ahead. It's kind of hard for me to do that Mm -hmm. just because it's one of the rare moments where I have time. It's like nothing's immediately due. Right. So I think that could be something that's correlated. Yeah. So going on to the relationships, balancing 
a good relationship with friends, family, and romantic partners or looking for romantic partners and everything like that. I think that's something that's extremely hard. That's very underlooked, especially for college and high school students. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. Um, I think in my own life, it's been it like, I know, you know even recently being so stressed about uh, different assignments and stuff, it lends me to be more like, I'm so much more boring, I guess, you know, like mm-hmm. when I talk to my friends, because usually with my friends that are at different schools, you know, we'll play PlayStation at night. And after I hadn't been on for a while just because of school. But then when I did the other day, I just felt so like, even though I don't have anything, nothing is super stressful right now, but it just like, it, it lingered, you know, and it, it just felt like, I felt like kind of like I shut down a little bit. Like my communication yeah. definitely shuts down. I guess is what I'm trying to get at with family and you know, I just don't talk to anybody really when I get overly stressed. I don't know how you deal with it. Um, I definitely see myself where my relationships with everyone around me definitely gets gets impacted. Yeah. I definitely see myself maybe limiting myself in a communications aspect, which then creates these different different fights or just different arguments where it's, I guess, kind of react in that way because that's how I think my my body or brain is just trying to focus on too many different things and just then nothing has my focus mm. I think that goes into the negative effects of stress yeah and one of the first points we have is nothing is giving your full attention when you're stressed when you have these different feelings of stress yeah so if you're in these different activities and you're going through these different test and projects and then having the balance going out with your friends and family nothing then is giving you full attention so you're not really able to succeed in any one thing because everything is on your mind how would you uh, relate to that yeah i would agree with that i think kind of like what you were saying earlier where when you finally do have a time to yourself like it, i find it hard in those moments especially during like a semester because I'll sit down just to relax and try to just watch something or, and then I can't even decide on anything. Like my mind, I guess like the stimulation, I guess, kind of like, I don't know, it kind of continues on. So I just can't focus and sit down and just like relax, you know? Yeah. I definitely think that's something that, that comes up to where once you, you're so used to having so many different ongoing things going through your mind where something you mentioned before is when you try to go to sleep and then you're constantly thinking of your different assignments that's the same. I think that's a very similar, similar situation yeah. to where your body's just so used to constantly being on the go. When you try to stop it, it doesn't want to stop. Yeah. So going along with that, I think even by not being able to give everything your full attention, you're also less focused in every, every aspect of your life. And I think you missed the little details, which makes life so important. Mm-hmm. So we went to this uh, Korean place for uh, lunch today, and we were able to enjoy just get, getting five different different desserts that it's just such a little thing in life, mm. but it's something that it's an, ex- um, it's an experience that I'll always remember and I'll know, and it's just something that is kind of that I looked forward to. And I'd have to say to that, I think, to our school's credit, they gave us off today. It's a, you know, it's the middle of the week. And I think that it was, a, you know, they kind of labeled it as like a mental health day. 
And I think that that was great because like you said, how often would we be, I mean, we could still, you know, get lunch on a normal day, but like today we just didn't have anything really do, you know, I, I don't know about you tomorrow, but um, it just felt kind of like easy. And just like, we, we spent a couple hours there just kind of hanging out without anything else, you know? Yeah. And it was just something that we were able to do the little things. Mm. Or if you go outside on a sunny day and you see that the flowers start to bloom and you're just like, huh? Yeah. I really like the color of those. Or if you walk through and you pass the stream and you hear and you see the water running after a rainstorm or the snow melting. Yeah. And it's like, wow, this is something that I wouldn't be able to experience if I wasn't here right now. Right. And those experiences are anywhere where you are or whatever you're doing, no matter who you are or what your job is, Mm. or even just sitting down and just taking a breath outside. Yeah. I think especially after the coronavirus, Mm. everyone being so packed into into the houses that we took so many of those things for granted Mm. that I think maybe not immediately after, but soon after everything kind of starts to go back to normal. Yeah. Which I think that's going to be a while. Yeah. But just being able to walk outside and just enjoying seeing everyone else in the park or different things like that are stuff that I don't think people should take for granted. Yeah. I mean, it's been like over a year since I was last in Central Park, which is crazy because like that's something that's like I mean, people could still do it, I guess. I don't know. I haven't been into the city, but that's just mm-hmm. something that I, you know, I took for granted because we don't live in New York City, but um, things like that, because um, it's just so beautiful and being, being able to just walk around and seeing, you know, other people walking their dogs and maybe get a sandwich and sit on a bench. You know, it's just something that's like so little, but I wish I, yeah. I wish I could do it right now. A hundred percent. But this is just those times where let's say you can't get to Central Park. Yeah. I bet there's a park near you that you can go to yeah. and it's not the same thing, but you could still make the most out of the scenario. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But going back onto how stress negatively affects our life, I'd say that it prolongs the goals that you set for yourself mm. because when you're worried about everything, you're then worried about nothing. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So it's just when you have these different stimuli around you, it's really hard to focus on the one thing that's that you have to do or if you finally decide which project or which paper or test that you have to do first. Yeah. It's really hard to focus on that specific one. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think um, like usually I leave a lot of my uh, not always, but sometimes I'll leave homework to like a day, you know, like a Friday or a Sunday or something like that. And then there's just so much to do that it, it is kind of yeah. hard because you'll just procrastinate. Like it's such an easy thing to do just to keep pushing yeah. things off or it could be with anything. It doesn't have to be school, but you know, it could also be like, if you wanted to, I don't know, like lose weight or something. If you have like that kind of goal, it's hard to like, yeah. when you have so many other things to worry about, then you're like, Oh, should I just work out really quick? You know, it's like kind of mm-hmm. like you push it toward, you know, I don't know. You, yeah. You constantly try to push things off into the future because that the future is not today. Yeah. So you're like, that's ah, something the, the later me has to worry about. Yeah. But the hardest thing about, I think for me, starting like an essay is just getting the first word on the page. Yeah. Because once you start something, I find it easier to stay committed to it than actually starting it to begin with. Yeah. So how do you, would you say you're the same or no? Yeah, I'm definitely the same. Like I have to put 
just to feel productive and then kind of get the ball rolling, I have to put like the heading up, you know, like mm-hmm. if it's an MLA paper, I have to do like the name, date or professor, date and class or whatever, just because that helps me then jump into it. Or if I'm listening yeah. to, or sometimes this is like on a, such a lower or lesser scale, but you know, if there was like, you know, something I wanted to watch and I keep thinking, Oh, should I do that? No, I won't do it. If I just start it, I find myself much more likely to then finish it. You know, like yeah. I just, it just takes that step to start something and then you, you keep going. I think that definitely goes back to the saying that the hardest step is the first one. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's especially true when you have things that are stressful. Yeah. Where, where people think if you're not going to give you a hundred percent to something, then you shouldn't give any. But I think instead of getting that hundred percent, if you get 30 or 50, yeah. it's better for yourself tomorrow. Because if you maybe do one paragraph out of the three you have to do, yeah, that's just one less for you yourself tomorrow. And it just takes, slowly takes that stress off of you. Yeah. Or like you've said, the one page a day, you know, like just mm-hmm. saying, you don't have to say, I'm going to read a whole book every night. You just say one page and then it could lead to more, it could not. But at least then the next day, it's, it's just such an easy thing to hit. You know, so yeah. like you said, 30% or whatever, as long as you get something done, a paragraph, then I think it's always better than nothing. I definitely think people put stress on themselves by just creating these goals. Yeah. And that, that almost makes it even worse. And then instead of just focusing on losing, let's just say your goal is to lose 50 pounds right. and your goal was to hit that by the end, end of the month, which yeah. is a very, that's an, an impossible thing to do, but it's just the scenario I came up with. Mm-hmm. But if you try to say that, then you're not going to lose any because you're, you're going to get into the first week and be like, I'm not going to lose enough. I'm done trying. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then now you're stressed about doing that and it's just a, a ongoing cycle. Yeah. And I also liked what you said when you said uh, we push things off because tomorrow or the future is not today. I think that's like so true where I've, I can think of times where I was like, Oh, I'll just, I'll just do it tomorrow. And then the next day I'll do another time. Next thing you know, it's like two months later and all that time went away. Yeah. But I, again, it's something that I think we preached about in the first episode. Yeah. But we talked about the hardest, the h- hardest step is always the first one and how you have to just go out and do. Yeah, definitely. So what would you say, what would you say creates stress in your life? Uh, I think definitely pushing things off and like procrastinating is a big one. Uh, mm-hmm. Just because that just things just build. And also I find that I just, I myself, I'm very like, I'm a very anxious person yeah. and that doesn't help when it helps, you know, uh, your stress levels, I guess. Well, not in a good way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It just it kind of supports yeah. that. Cause then you're just, I get like very anxious whenever I have something to do. So then it, that also adds to stress and I get all sporadic and yeah. yeah. I would definitely say pushing things off and letting stuff build up because once you push one thing off and then it leads to two, it's yeah. a lot harder to start those two. Mm-hmm. And then it just constantly goes and goes and goes until you have so many things deep and you it's the day before it's still. Right. And it's not like you've been able, if you got it done the first day, you would now be stress-free, but you've right. been stressing about it every single day. Yeah. I'd say a big thing for me is my lack of motivation to start mm. something. Okay. Especially in school, but I would say with just a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Where I just don't have that that motivation to just put that one foot forward, mm-hmm. and I think that's something where if I were to be able to change one thing, I think it would be that. Yeah. Um, and I also think balancing a lot of things, kind of like what you were saying, um, 
like, cause you juggle a lot of things, you know, you work, you play sports and you're in college and I don't know how you yeah. can balance all that. Like I just can't even handle that. I couldn't handle all that. <laughs> I have to be honest. Um, it's definitely something where I definitely see with one of the things we said before, where there's times where I feel like I'm not giving my full attention yeah. to any one thing. Right. But then I just have to take my myself out of the, the picture and just look and see what can I do to change it today? Yeah. Because it's often a, sing, a singular end goal. Yeah. And I think that's something that really helps motivates me and keeps me from collapsing from the stress. Hmm. So I would definitely say that it's something where you have to look at your priorities and look at what you could do today to help your stress for tomorrow. Yeah, so I think that lends itself well to uh, the next question, which is how do you deal with stress? I would say the biggest thing is putting yourself first, mm. which is something I don't think enough people do. Yeah. I think by putting yourself first in your life is something that on paper, most people would say that they do. But when they look at it, they look at themselves, they might realize that they don't. Yeah. And I would say even in a negative, it's not always a negative way mm-hmm. where maybe you don't put yourself first in a relationship with a friend or a family member or just with a romantic partner. It's not a negative thing or it's not as negative as it may seem, Yeah. but it's something that looking back at may, maybe it does have a little impact to stress in your life. Yeah. And would you say what I think with like, putting yourself first, like, obviously, I think you mean it in a positive way, not just like, oh, well, I, I'm putting myself first, so I'm going to go be reckless with my money, or I'm going to only pay mm-hmm. attention to myself in a relationship. So like, yeah, you're saying just um, doing things to kind of like, uh, prioritize yourself. I yeah, guess. yeah. Like if you're always doing something for that other person, it might just be subconsciously for both of you, yeah. where it's not one taking advantage of the other. But maybe if you're someone that wants Chinese food on a Friday night, but someone's always ordering pizza. Yeah. Maybe just mention it. Yeah. And then it's just that little thing that can help deal with stress in in that relationship. Because I think every little thing adds up, whether it's significant or not. Yeah. So I would just say that that's something that you should look more internally and see what you could do to just maybe prioritize yourself a little bit more or going and doing a, an unstressful activity. Yeah or going to the spa, or even just going for a walk one day. Yeah, and I think saying uh, something that, yeah, we didn't talk about this, but just saying no to people sometimes mm-hmm. can be prioritizing yourself because I know yeah. I, when I had a, you know, I had something in school where I, had a, I talked to a professor and she said that I'm somebody that just, I'm, I am somebody that doesn't really like disappointing people. Yeah. You know? I mean, not, I'm not going to bend over backwards necessarily to like do everything for you, but I also don't, I'm not always the, I'm not going to be like, no, we can't do this or that, or no, I won't do this. But I do. Yeah. It, it hurts me because even like last summer, I found myself doing things with family members or friends. I just didn't really want to do, but mm-hmm. I had already said yes. And I was too afraid to be like, actually, I, I'm not feeling up to this or that. And so then I get myself, you know, it could be a, a trip or something. It could be anything that then I'm like, yeah. why did I get myself into this? I could have just said no. And it probably would have went well, you know, I probably would have just been like, okay, yeah. that's fine. But I couldn't go back on it. Going off of this, just saying no, is that you always have, you always picture worst case scenario. Yeah. So where it's like you say, you say no to a friend and then they stop talking to you. But in reality, they'd probably just say, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's definitely something hard because it, it, it's kind of, we like you said, we just jumped our immediate picture in our head when we think of these things. It's just, oh, what are they going to say? Are they going to not talk to me? Are they going to be mad at me? So it's definitely something not, it's easier said than done. Um, yes. And I do also like that you said, uh, trying to do things, extracurricular things that aren't involved in stress, like taking a run or a walk or something, just do anything mm -hmm. that takes your mind off of it. But that, that's hard too, because I think when I try to do something like that, I still find myself stressed because I'm then I'm thinking about it. it's so hard to fully detox. Yes. Know? I'd say that something that helps me is I don't really like listening to music while I work out or uh, running, mm. but I listen to podcasts Okay. because although it's not a very, it's still something that I'm paying attention to mm. and it's not completely stress-free, but it's still something that I'm able to relax and unwind. And I think it's something that I found worked for me. And I think everyone should find something that works for them. Yeah. But it's just that idea of where it's something that I enjoy doing two different things. And I brought them together and yeah. it works. That's interesting. I, I think it's funny you said that you like working out to podcasts. Like I remember trying that, but my favorite podcast is, is really good. And if they're not being funny, then I, I can work out to it. But there have been too many times where I just start laughing in the middle of the gym or like in the middle of a rep, I start laughing. So I don't know how you, I mean, maybe the podcast lists aren't really necessarily comedy. Well, mine's not really comedy, but there is a lot in it. So I always just yeah. end up laughing. I can't do that. Um, I think it's almost one of those things where it's, it's kind of like the reasons people have a hard time going to the gym to begin with. Yeah. Where you just kind of, who cares? Yeah. 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 You know, like, again, one of the things that I think everything we, we say here is easier said than done. But yeah. it's just you have to realize that if you're if you know you're getting better yeah. in two different ways where you're able to uh, relieve your stress from yourself and be able to unwind and also get your body right. Yeah. Who really cares with someone else? Maybe you laugh a little while doing a bicep curl. Right, right. You know, well, I meant more so like, I mean, yes, I don't care about that. Cause if people see me laughing, then what are they, they probably think I'm just on the phone. I mean, like if I'm literally in the middle of a rep, like I've, I've been like on a, you know, benching and then I start laughing and then it kind of throws me off with my, like, it'll throw off my entire rep or whatever. That's the only thing I meant by that. But like, I've had that happen before where I couldn't stop laughing. So I couldn't, I could barely lift the bar. Um, <laughs> so, but yes, no, not caring about other people too. And I just think, the biggest thing I take away from like the whole idea of stress that we have to take these times, especially with COVID. I mean, COVID obviously has been a horrible thing, but on the benefit, I mean, not a benefit of it, but a lot of schools are giving days to like kind of mentally detox, mm -hmm. maybe take those opportunities. I mean, our school has a lot of, I see like they have a lot of detox uh, spa days and stuff like that. You know, maybe that's not your thing, but just taking those opportunities to maybe like today, it wasn't great weather, I guess, but you could like, you could have went for a hike if you wanted to, or you could have 100% went to the gym and just like, you know, maybe rode the electrical or elliptical bike, just something that like something different. So I would just say, take those opportunities because they're very limited in life. And to go on, to add on to that, I'd say, don't be afraid to do things that are purely for fun. Mm -hmm. We live in a society where it's so common for people to say you always have to be doing something to better yourself or to help improve your life. But that's not the case because if you can't focus on doing those things, what, why does, why does it matter? Yeah. You're doing it for no reason. So if you want to go and play video games, yeah, go and play video games for a few hours. If right. that's what's going to help you unwind or reading a, some novel or yeah. 
going outside and even playing like a sport like basketball, even if you're not a basketball player, right. or have a plan to be, if it's just something where it's just you're laughing with friends or mm. just doing something you truly enjoy, that, that will help you get better yeah. and help you be, become more focused in life. Yeah. Which I think it's such an important thing that people forget. Yeah. And I think I, I, you keep saying that idea of just like taking those moments and, and not feeling bad about it. Like today was a great day because I think um, it was the most relaxing day I've had where I had nothing to do. And I have a different class where I have to write a journal every week. And our professor wants us to write about our day today, Wednesday. And he wants us just to talk about if, whether or not we um, de-stressed a little bit and just how that went. So I definitely want to say that I think today was um, non-stressful because I think we just had a good time. And I didn't feel bad about spending, what, two and a half hours at a yeah. Korean marketplace, <laughs> you know? But it was just something we mentioned before. It's just the little things. Yeah. And we were able to stop and just try different things and do everything like that. Yeah. 100%. So... Thank you guys for listening. If you like what you heard and want to listen to future episodes, follow us here. Also, if you want to follow Andrew's movie review page, it's Shine Like Stars Reviews. And my channel page, Traveling Under the Stars, with dots in between every word. So thank you for listening and have a great night.